Friendship isn't the big things, it's a million little things. Hello friends, and welcome to this, A Million Little TV Shows podcast. I'm Mike, and I'll be delving into TV shows that I feel don't seem to get enough love. Over the course of the pod, we'll break down episodes and talk about my thoughts and feelings on the shows. This episode we'll be dealing with A Million Little Things Season 1. The cast includes David Gintoli as Eddie, Romany Malco as Rome, Alison Miller as Maggie, Christina Moses as Gina, Christina Ochoa as Ashley, Grace Park as Catherine, James Roday as Gary, Stephanie Shostak as Delilah, and Ron Livingston as John. And I apologise to any of those people whose names I got probably terribly wrong. So let's start with season one, episode one, the pilot. And we start off with JD, or John, as we'll later know him in the series. And he's wrapping up a business deal. He seems very successful. And his assistant keeps walking in and out. There seems to be some chemistry there. But then he ends the call, walks to his balcony. And just before his assistant, Ashley, can help him, he throws himself off the building to his death. We then focus on Eddie, Rome and Gary. These three seem very pivotal to the whole plot. And since it's based around the core group of friends, we see the effects that life is currently at that moment having on everyone around them. Eddie's married to Catherine and they seem to be having some marital difficulties. They have a son named Theo. Eddie seems to be hiding a secret from his family. Catherine walks in just as he's ended a quick phone call with someone that he seems to be intimate with. He's also hiding a suitcase from her. It's as if he's about to leave. And then we've got Gary. Gary is at the doctor's with a doctor who quite frankly, is a bit of a disgrace. He's checking his phone while trying to give Gary a diagnosis on whether Gary has breast cancer. Because yes, that is something that men can have. And then we've got Rome. Rome is home alone at the time. He seems to have a nice apartment, but we're not sure of anything else in his life at that point. And then Rome takes a handful of pills, puts them in his mouth, and is about to drink some water as... He keeps getting interrupted from phone calls from Gary. He eventually answers the phone before anything else can happen and is immediately told that John has took his life and he spits the pills out. So then we start to see links between the main males within the show and we get to see that they're all Boston Bruins fans. We then see the guys, Regina or Gina, who is Rome's wife, discussing how can this happen? How can he have done this? perfect John. How could he have taken his own life? And then we see that Gary is the one who had to break it to Delilah, who is JD's wife. And Gina asks, what do you say to the woman who's just lost the love of her life? And at that particular point, it starts to focus on Rome and you see what could have happened to him, or in this case, Regina, if she'd lost him. So we go back to John's office And we find that Ashley is hiding something with Delilah's name on it. 
that she picked up on the night that John died. After this, we see that Gary is part of a cancer support group for people dealing with breast cancer. And this is where we meet Maggie. She questions why Gary is part of this group. He seems to be a joker and is sort of a light entertainment for the group. But Maggie doesn't understand why he's there and questions it. To which he replies, men can have breast cancer too. Initially, you feel some tension between Maggie and Gary. And you're not sure if they're going to fight. Or, in this case, they fuck. Gary takes her to the bathroom in the community hall that they're in. And they have sex. But while in the bathroom, Maggie makes a joke about her breasts and how they're no longer there. And at the same time, Gary shows how vulnerable he is about his scars. So Gina and Rowan start talking about what the future holds for them and whether they're going to continue with the trip that they were about to take before hearing of John's death. Gina doesn't understand why JD didn't speak to Delilah about what he was feeling and why he did what he did. And it's at this point that you realise that Rome is sat right there, not saying a word to his wife. This is all happening on the day of John's funeral. Eddie is in the pulpit and he's talking about John. The day that he, JD, Rome and Gary all met. And they were sat in an elevator, locked in, and they all realised that they were all Boston Bruins fans at the same time. From then, they managed to get season tickets every season to see their favourite ice hockey team play. And it was thanks to JD that Eddie quit drinking. So here we learn that Eddie is a recovering alcoholic. Maggie has attended a funeral with Gary, and she seems to blend in with the group really well. As they all begin to talk about what's gone on, Maggie reveals that she is a psychologist that specialises in depression. This comes as a shock to Gary, and it seems that this whole thing, them having sex, and the support group have all converged on the same day as the funeral. We learn Gary's in remission as well. Maggie fits in so well with the group that Delilah essentially befriends her straight off the bat, and Delilah asks Gina and Maggie to stay with her while the guys go off to a Boston Bruins game, which is what John would have wanted. Before heading to the game, though, they decide to stop in at John's office just to see if they can find anything. While they're there, they find John's phone and find that he tried to call Eddie on the night that he died. Eddie says that he never received the call. They eventually get to the game, and Gary starts goading Eddie, because Gary believes that Eddie should leave his wife. He sees that his friend isn't happy. It's here that Eddie confesses that he's in love with one of the mothers of the children he teaches. During the game, the boys decide to do a selfie, much like one we see earlier on in the episode, but with JD in it. As they're taking the selfie, Gary is visibly pissed off, and he lets rip on everything that's gone on. Why did he leave? Why did he do this? Why did he leave his family in such a way? Why did he leave them? He can't believe how selfish John was to do this. And then Rome pipes up and lets him know that if it wasn't for JD committing suicide, Rome wouldn't be here. Ashley visits Delilah and here we find out that the deal that John was securing before he died was for Gina. Gina's a chef and she's always wanted her own restaurant. John bought her a building downtown for her restaurant. He had that much faith in her. We also see that Ashley has been hiding files on John's computer. And towards the end of this episode, we see several reveals. The woman Eddie's in love with turns out to be Delilah. 
and on the night John killed himself, Delilah and Eddie were together in bed. We find out that Eddie has a voicemail from John and hasn't listened to it yet. And we also find out that Maggie is missing her chemo treatments. Episode 2, Band of Dads. We'll start with Maggie. So in this episode, we find out that Maggie is originally from Chicago. We also see that her ex-boyfriend, played by Sam Worthington, turns up out of the blue and tells her that everyone back home is worried about her. Maggie tells Tom that she came to Boston to get away from old Maggie. Delilah has the gang over at hers, which also includes Ashley and Maggie, but Catherine isn't there. Delilah tells Eddie that she found Eddie's necklace in John's drawer, and she believes that John knew about the affair. Prior to being at Delilah's, we see that Ashley has been going through John's drawers, and he has an insurance policy out on himself that has the benefactors of Rome, Gary, and Eddie, as well as a woman named Barbara Morgan. While at Delilah's, Ashley hands over some paperwork, which shows that Delilah is going to be part owner with Gina for the restaurant. This is helping secure the future for the kids and Delilah. And this is where we see Sophie lose it, because it seems that John had a plan for everybody else apart from her, and she feels abandoned by him. She was always told by him that Dixon's never quit, and she feels that he quit on her. Earlier on in the episode, we also find out that She has a daddy-daughter dance coming up, so we see why she feels so abandoned by him. The guys decide to step up and step in, and they offer to take her to the dance and perform with her. And when Rome offers to help her out, she asks for Eddie instead. I think this is because she has more of a connection with Eddie, due to the fact that he is her guitar teacher. Someone who also offered to help Sophie out was her younger brother Danny. During this episode, we see that Danny is having several conversations with Gary. And during these conversations, it seems that Danny is hiding the secret. When Gary asks him about people that he likes at school, he tells Gary that there is someone, but he doesn't want to say who. After a bit of coaxing, he manages to get it out. Gary doesn't really push the subject, but he already knows the secret that Danny is hiding. He believes Danny's gay. And when he asks Danny about it later on in the episode, Danny thinks that the reason that his dad killed himself was because he found out that Danny was gay. Gary reassures him and tells him that if he did know, he'd be as proud as Gary is of him. Gary also speaks with Rome and lets him know that both he and Eddie are concerned about him. It's at this point that Eddie lets slip that Gene doesn't know what's been going on. Later on, we see that Rome meets up with Maggie and he tries to convince her that he's researching a role for his next film. But Maggie sees straight through this. It seems that Rome is there for therapy. Maggie tells him that she can't be his therapist and his friend at the same time, so she offers to refer him to someone else. Eddie, it seems, hasn't told anybody about the voicemail that he received from John on the night that he died, or the fact that John has called him. He agrees to go with Sophie to the dance. Most of the episode is shown with him practising with Sophie, and then later on in the episode, we actually see them at the dance. While backstage, Eddie remembers being sat at a softball game, And it's the same one we see in flashbacks from Sophie earlier on, where she is told that Dixons don't quit. Eddie and Delilah are both sat in the crowd during this game, and it seems that this is where the affair began. They're flirting and making plans with each other to see each other without the partners being there. So back in the present, Eddie decides it's a bad idea and gets Rome to step in. When Sophie realises that Rome's there, she asks where Eddie is. It's then revealed that... Rome is the one who's been teaching John how to do the dances that is required, so he knows the whole routine. It's here that Sophie realises that she isn't alone, 
and that her dad didn't abandon her. After a conversation with Delilah, where Delilah tells Eddie that she doesn't want to be with him anymore, he listens to the voice message from John. The last line of the message is, love each other. Episode 3, Save the Date. After being in Boston for three months, it seems that Maggie still hasn't moved into her apartment yet. She's got boxes everywhere, and while Gary is at the apartment, he starts goofing around and goes through one of the boxes. This really seems to infuriate Maggie. After a while, we see that Rome turns up at Maggie's office. He asks her to be his therapist again, but she tells him that she won't and refers him back to the doctor she referred him to before. It's here that Rome lets slip that it's Gary's birthday, and Maggie doesn't seem to know. We see Eddie receive a text from John, but it's an automated text. And it's regarding Gary's birthday. Eddie and Rome go and surprise Gary at his apartment, only to find that John has already pre-booked a surprise for them all, which is a day playing ice hockey at the Boston Bruins Stadium. As they jump in the car, also put on by John, they head towards the stadium, but Eddie wants to get his lucky skates and also speak with Catherine regarding Theo and who will pick him up later on. When they stop at the house, Eddie asks Catherine about the situation, and she agrees to go pick up Theo later on. He goes gets his skates, and as he leaves, Catherine receives a phone call. She answers the phone, and before she realises that it's Eddie's phone, she has a conversation with the receptionist regarding the loss of Eddie's necklace in a hotel room. Eddie realises his mistake and goes back into the house to get his phone. As he does, Catherine confronts him with the fact that this phone call has just happened and why he was staying at the hotel. He claims that it was drinks with a friend, but actually she quotes the room number to him. It's here that she asks, is he having an affair? During the conversation, she finds out that it's Delilah that he has been sleeping with, and just as he confesses that, Gary walks through the door, and here's the whole thing. Gary storms off, and as he gets back to the car, he's yelling and screaming at Eddie. Rome wonders what the hell's going on, and Gary tells him what's happened. Eddie and Gary leave and go to the garden, home of the Bruins. Catherine tells Eddie that she doesn't want him there anymore, and that he needs to leave. She tells him that he has to go somewhere. He can't be there anymore, so he decides to follow the boys to the garden. When they get to the garden, they just end up fighting. They're meant to be a team, but they just can't gel. After the fight, they're sat in timeout, or penalty boxes is properly known, and this gives them time to reflect on what's gone on. Gary's still pissed off, but he decides to work with Eddie, because it's what John would have wanted. They seem to get along fine for the rest of the game, but afterwards Gary just walks out telling Eddie and Rome that they're going to have to make their own way home. While the guys are at the hockey... Gina, Maggie and Delilah all go to John's office to try and sort out the rest of the stuff that's in there. It's while they're in there that Gina gets told what's happened and they all find out that Delilah and Eddie have been sleeping together. The rest of the time in John's office is very, very difficult and Gina seems especially hurt by all of this. It seems that the only reason Delilah is at the office is to see if she can find anything that indicates John knew about the affair. When Delilah eventually goes home, she finds Catherine waiting. She sits with her and tries to explain, but Catherine cuts her off, letting her know that the only person that ever really understood her was John, because they were both as hardworking as each other. And when she found out about the affair, the only person that she would ever have been able to ring would have been John, and now she has no one. Towards the end of the episode, we see that Maggie shows up at Carrie's. Maggie only seems to be there just to have a bit of fun, but Gary wants more. He wants them to be serious. It's here that Maggie says she only thought this was just for fun and walks away. Catherine and Eddie talk about him and Delilah, and Catherine asks 
do you love her? And when Eddie doesn't answer, she slaps him. Gary goes to see Delilah and asks why everything happened the way it happened. And she tells him that she felt abandoned by John and that she felt lonely. And that was where Eddie came in. He felt lonely too. And this is where Gary tells Delilah that he doesn't like his birthday. And the reason he doesn't is because his parents decided to get divorced on one of his birthdays. It was only Delilah and John that ever restored his faith in marriage. Episode 4, Friday Night Dinner. During an oncology appointment, Maggie is told that she has to move quick. This will involve surgery, chemo and radiotherapy. The doctor tells her that she only has between three and six months before this gets really bad and only a year to live if she does nothing. Soon after, we see Maggie and Gary at the cancer support meeting and things seem quite awkward between them. Things get worse as a woman approaches Gary and starts discussing that she hasn't seen him in a while and that he was always a bit of fun for her. She also mentions the bathroom, which triggers Maggie. Maggie is pissed off because she feels that Gary has lied to her, mentioning the bathroom and, and has basically pulled a move on her. She also asks if his scars are removed too. In the meantime, Gary has a run-in with Tom, Maggie's ex. And he informs him that it can't be easy for Maggie going back to treatment again. Later on, we see Gary go after Maggie. And at her apartment, he tells her that he's changed. Maggie doesn't believe him, so he removes his shirt and shows her his scars, which she knows is a massive deal for him. And they kiss and make up. But after this, Maggie throws her oncology report in the bin. Despite the obvious tension, Eddie and Catherine are trying to stay strong for Thea, but due to the pressure of it all, Eddie decides to go and visit an old haunt of his, a bar he used to go to when he was in the band. But it seems that one of the last times that he was in this bar was when Theo was being born, and the guys had to come out and find him and take him to the hospital so they could see his son come into the world. Because of the restaurant, Gina and Delilah are going to have to start working together, but since the incident, these two haven't spoke. Gary and Rome decide to get them together to try and work on the restaurant as well as working on their friendship. Delilah explains to Gina why she did what she did, but Gina can't understand why why neither of them said anything. She feels that she could have helped between her and John. Throughout the episode, we see Rome having conversations with Maggie in a pseudo-therapy session, which they are claiming is lunch. During their chats, she can see that Rome isn't happy with what's going on in his own life. But because of everything Gina's going through, he doesn't want to rock the boat too much. Maggie tells him of a woman who jumped off the Brooklyn Bridge and was one of the only few survivors to have ever done it. When the woman was asked why she did it, she told them that it wasn't that she didn't want to live, it was that she didn't want to live that way. So Rome goes home to Gina and tells her that he wants to quit his job. He hates directing commercials and he now needs to start making his own movie. Gina tells him that they'll do any and everything to get through. So the theme of the episode is that they generally have a Friday night dinner, which is always pizza. And Sophie keeps pushing to have pizza night again. But we keep seeing that Delilah is avoiding the situation. We see at the start of the episode a moment where everyone's happy and they get regaled about the story of John and Delilah and how they met at an airport. This comes from Delilah's dad. In the present, we see Delilah bringing her dad to the house, which indicates that it's a Friday night. But as we previously saw, there's something off with her dad. His memory seems to be going. Sophie gets angry with her mum because of the fact that she's trying to bury the past and trying to create a new tradition. Having this small tradition makes Sophie feel closer to her dad. 
In another flashback, we see why Delilah is so defensive about changing this tradition. And we see some of the problems that her and John are having. Everyone else and everything else, it seems more important to John than her. And this is where the loneliness comes in for her, which leads to the affair. After Rome's confession to Gina about needing to change his job, but also the fact that he tried to commit suicide. She realises that she needs to make it up with Delilah. She goes to visit her and at this point Delilah is given in. She's making pizza after she's seen Sophia's hurt, after Sophia's stormed out and gone to Eddie's to try and jam with him. But while there, Sophie only finds Catherine and they have a heart to heart. Sophie sees that things aren't exactly easy for anyone and agrees to go back home. Catherine and the family take her and once they go back to the house, Delilah invites them all in for pizza because it wouldn't be Friday night pizza without them. Gary tells Eddie that although things aren't good between them, they can work on it. Rome tells the gang that he's quit his job and that he's going to direct his movie and they're all thrilled for him. But then Dee's dad shows up and asks where's John and nobody has the heart to tell him what's been going on. So Sophie just asks, Grandpa, tell us about how Mum met Dad. Okay, so we've covered a lot of ground there. So now I have to give my thoughts and feelings on this whole episode. These four episodes. And the reason that I love this show so much is that I don't think there's been an episode where I haven't got that twinge at the back of your throat or that that sting behind the eyes and you just go, for fuck's sake, this goddamn show. Um, it gets to me. It really gets to me. Um, and hopefully throughout this series and throughout this whole podcast you'll you'll hear and see things um, if you follow along with me watching the shows why these things mean so much to me for instance at the, the end of the fourth episode when I was talking about it I could I could barely get through talking about how um, Delilah's dad was having struggles with his memory. Um, I've had people in my life like that where it's hard for them to remember these things and it's hard for the people around to try and um, to try and bolster them and try and make them see what is reality as opposed to what they believe is the reality and sometimes it's just easier as Sophie did to, to leave it and it's heartbreaking it really is um I've also dealt with suicide from Rome's point of view and from um, the gang's point of view. I've had dark times. I've had dark thoughts. 
Um, it's it's really fucking hard. Really fucking hard. So watching someone go through it, as well as seeing someone die at the same time, I think that's what brought me to the show. I think that's what got me in that first episode, in those first ten minutes. And I think my favourite quote or story so far is the fact that well, it's it's the one that Maggie tells, where she tells um, Rome about the woman in um, the Brooklyn Bridge, um, because that's how I live my life. That is how I feel about my life. That I don't want to die but I don't want to live the way that I do. And that's hard. And people don't understand it. People really don't. Um, Especially, you know, friends of mine and what have you. So... This is really why I made this podcast is I want to explore good TV shows that I've enjoyed that made me laugh um, or cry or feel something. Um, But I also want it to be like an open discussion as to why I picked these shows and where this is all coming from. Life's not easy for any of us. and I don't claim to be any type any type of expert um, but I definitely want to do this for my own mental well-being really the other thing is I I do watch a lot of TV and I watch a lot of stuff that I don't feel gets the recognition that it deserves. Or, for instance, I I had a look at how many podcasts there are out there for a million little things. And there's like two per push. And there's so much in this show that it astounds me that there isn't more. But going through it, I know that there's only going to be five seasons. Now, I've I've watched, up to this point, I'm on season five, episode ten. So, I know what happens to these characters. I know what's coming for these characters. I will try my hardest not to spoil anything throughout. But I just want to give this show a platform. But also, I've watched so many shows, and I think that because of the format of those shows, they're only maybe a season or two long. 
and it's difficult for people to be able to go and have a show like this or have a podcast like this so once they're done they're done um i love a lot of tv shows different tv shows and there are some that i won't be covering on here some of those shows that i won't be covering will be things like game of thrones and ted lasso and anything from the mcu or anything from the arrowverse which i've watched all of you know stranger things or anything like that i've watched it all and they're all fucking amazing but there's about a million podcasts out there that discuss all that and then you know there's i wanted to start a podcast on the mcu but there's a bunch of those as well so this is where i found that i could do this express myself put myself out there do something new for me and hopefully get some conversations going about some incredible tv shows that need more recognition so i'm glad you're here with me i'm not sure how many of you will be here and sticking around but i hope you do and i know this is a very very rough first episode um trust me i've listened to it i know how rough it is but until i can work out audacity and get things in line you know um, hopefully you'll stick with me but i do have a lot of good tv coming up um and you can go onto instagram or twitter and i will update you more and more with what's coming at the minute i have an a4 list two columns worth of tv um to go through so there's plenty of content going to be coming um and there's going to be plenty of chances for you to interact with me and come and say hi and let me know what i should be watching if there's something you don't think that is on my list if it's on my list i'll tell you um like i said there must be 60 shows with about between one and three series each at the minute or one some have got five series each so we will see how it goes um hopefully once this first episode comes out there will be a bunch already ready to come out so it will be a regular thing and i can see what sort of numbers it's doing and i will then assess whether this is viable or not it may end up just being me on my own talking to an empty room talking to a microphone 
I'm watching my levels go up and down on this bloody screen. But we'll see. But yeah, I think that's it for today's episode. So, thank you. Look, I just wanted to add, if you are affected by any issues raised in this show, please speak to someone. Well, that's all for now, amigos. If you manage to make it to the end of my ramblings, thank you. And if you want to rate, share, subscribe, comment, it's all appreciated. Until next time.